Hello and welcome back to Aerocode Coffee. Hello. Do you know what's on the menu today? We have some spoopy and spooktacular <laughs> subjects this time. It's yes. a, a big switch from uh, last episode where we talked about a chatbot. Mm, pretty spooky as well. Also very spooky. You, you never know what AI might do in the future. Yes, or maybe it's not AI, it's... Humanity! Yes. No, or oh, ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like both, I guess. It's, it's humans, like... Humans are always scary. Yeah, or it could be like a huge amount of people in China typing as fast as they can to respond to your prompts in ChatGPT. Oh, God, I got shivers right now. I mean, it's almost like Matrix-like. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whoa, <laughs> that's also spooky. It's pretty spooky. Yeah. So we want to talk about horror games this episode and also gameplay and like mechanics and stuff like that. And like I or we were inspired by a latest re-release or remaster, I guess, remake of uh, Dead Space. Um, oh, yeah. I've been playing that for a few, uh, I don't know, one or two hours. So a few hours. <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of fresh. I also played a lot of the first, uh, uh, like the earlier versions, one, two and three. But we want to talk about horror games and how did we get into horror games? Our first experiences yeah. with horror games. Horror, yeah, it's interesting. I don't really like. I don't remember a lot about my first horror games, but I do remember a lot about my first scary movies. But um, there were also movies in there that were not scary. But anyway, like they were not meant to be horror movies. I mean, <laughs> as a child, a lot of things scare you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think one of my earliest games uh, was alone in the dark and then specifically for me at least it was the new nightmare that's like um, uh, um the second one i think uh, or the third one maybe even wait we should <laughs> <laughs> which one is that now i can tell you that alone in the dark the first one came out in like 1992 and it was pretty spooky pretty spooky yeah um have you found out the new nightmare inspired by uh, uh oh that's 2001 hp lovecraft but that's way later that's like 10 years later 10 years that's 2001 oh 2001 yeah but dude i was uh 10 yeah okay. so yeah <laughs> i mean i didn't play alone in the dark when it came out the first one but i do remember maybe i can start because when i played alone in the dark it was made out of like visual sharp polygons that would cut your eye out <laughs> it was like yeah. Uh, it was a DOS game for me, at least. I think it's been released on a few platforms, but DOS, the old classic. That's already scary. Yeah, it's like a black screen with green text. Oh, no. You, you use commands to interface the whole computer. No. But um, it was like the atmosphere was super scary. It, it was just a small dark attic where you start and then things are happening you, and, you just get dropped in, right? It's not yeah. like a story or whatever. Like well, there's a bit, I think. But. To be fair, yeah, there is an intro, um, but like once you enter the game, all the mechanics are just like figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's like the tank mechanic, tank um, controls. So your character, um, you kind of give the direction of where it should walk, and the character will walk that direction. It was like cursor keys. You didn't use a mouse back then. What's a mouse? What a mouse? Nineteen ninety-two. Yeah. I, again, I didn't play it when it came out. Uh, I was three years when it came out, but um, 
we still had a lot of DOS games back uh, back then, like in 1998 or something, when I was um, like nine or ten years old. I started doing things with DOS, and then that game was like, "Ooh, this sounds scary," and I was too scared to like figure it out. Uh, the first jump scare or thing that happened, <laughs> and I turned off the computer. <laughs> that was my first experience. Fun, yeah. Those are like the best experiences, though. Like they, they, they they'll keep with you, like in your mind for the rest of your life, <laughs> right? Yeah. The, again, those polygons were sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I played uh, Alone in the Dark: The New Nightmare. That's kind of a. It's not a remaster, remake. It's just a reboot, I guess, of the Alone in the Dark uh, property. So it's also in a scary house, and it. It looks like it reminds me a lot of Resident Evil. Um, so it's kind of fun because uh, uh, Alone in the Dark uh, started with the whole survival horror aspect and then Resident Evil came in. And then with the new Nightmare, they took some stuff from uh, mm. Resident Evil and then just continued with it. It was not very successful, su- successful if I remem- remember correctly. It only has like a 6 out of 10. I think also a lot of like uh, uh, fans of the original were disappointed by how this new version is more. I think it's more action packed and more. I don't know, mm. but I, I do remember trying to play this game in, in the early days. I don't remember what age I was, but I do remember just being too scared to play for like <laughs> longer than fifteen minutes or something like that. I just quit it's the game. Yeah, it's funny how that like you started, you're like anticipating. The game you're, you're like excited and yeah. then you start it up and you're like oh crap why did i do this <laughs> why am i torturing myself yeah. yeah it felt really like you're forcing yourself to go through it like you can, the thing is normally you would put your hands in front of your eyes but if you're playing a game you have your hands on the keyboard and mouse so yeah. you're like oh, i don't want to see this you can still press escape though and that's like yeah but i don't it, know like your heart will be racing yeah like you press escape and then you're like god i can't it, I don't know. It's horror games are a specific kind of experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is, is would you call it like really fun, or is it more like exhilarating or like anxiety inducing? <laughs> it also depends on the rest of the mechanics of the game. And to be honest, like okay. if it's just a um, I call it a story driven and just you know mm-hmm. straightforward game, it's not interesting for me at least. Okay. I like I, I like to have a bit more mechanics uh, in it, and then yeah, yeah. Yeah, and talking about mechanics, um, there's this game, again, a DOS game for me, <laughs> back in the day. If uh, any uh, boomers are out there, Maniac Mansion, I don't know uh, if that says anything to you guys, but... Well, not me, I had to look it up, so... <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really old uh, point-and-click game. Uh, you use your mouse. That game actually did have mouse um, support, but you, you actually, yeah, the cursor could be moved with your... Uh, cursor keys on your keyboard um it's a pretty messed up story (laughs) uh one of your friends is kidnapped and you have to go figure out what's going on and there's this huge mansion and there's an evil scientist and there's aliens involved and body parts and stuff like that and for some reason even the even though the graphics were like i don't know uh like 240 by 160 pixels or even less it's all blocky and pixelated and cute even. Like if you look at the characters, like <laughs> that's cute. But there's something off about the whole environment. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 
you just know that something is wrong and like there's like random things it's it's like a uh, a detective game mm. horror detective game so you have to figure out what's going on and what to do um it was just scary to see a few pixels out of place <laughs> uh i don't know it, games like that they like they they were based around an atmosphere uh for me i, I think yeah. atmosphere for me is really important for uh, horror games and uh, a, a big part of it's also i want to be somewhat pumped or excited while playing it mm -hmm. So that's something I also look forward to. It's it's not just but the mechanics for me. Is it like getting pumped from scares or like scary things, or is it like no, getting pumped from like oh yeah I'm playing this game and I'm yeah. having fun? Like more more like the second thing you're saying. It's it's for me it's very much about exploring and figuring out what's going on, and I I, I would like I would like to find out the the forbidden knowledge basically uh -huh. <laughs> like. I know it's it's something that I shouldn't know, and I'll have to pay for it in <laughs> in in scares, I guess. Yeah, it's it's almost like you're just going through an experience just to figure out how th something works or what the story is behind something, and uh, I, I love that feeling in horror games when there's a a mystery yeah. you have to solve. Yeah, like not even for me at least, not even specifically just a mystery, but like the mystery is already like you don't know why you're here and what's happening. That's already mm -hmm. like also uh, a huge horror part for me. Uh, I think also for a lot of other people because like you're a lot of people are afraid of the unknown, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's also in a game where I, I don't really like games where there's like a story beforehand and they explain to you like oh this is how this world works and this yeah. is how you know you should be scared of this thing like mm -hmm. I, I like to be put into a, a un uncomfortable place and figure out what what's happening <laughs> yeah amnesia does that really well for me but is penumbra the same yeah so penumbra is like the pre like precursor or like how to call it yeah it's from the same company as the the creators of amnesia uh and it's also um it's frictional games if i remember correctly um it, it has like almost the same mechanics as in the same interactions with like doors and with like drawers and stuff like that so you have like that drag and you know you use your mouse as a hand in the, in the game um I think there's less physics in Penumbra. Like Amnesia kind of improved that whole concept. Mm. But um, yeah, for, for, for me, Penumbra is like, I prefer Penumbra over Amnesia, but mainly because I feel more connected to, it feels more realistic, Penumbra. Yeah. Um, just like a simple like synopsis. It's like you are like, uh, you get a letter, I think, from like your father and you go into it's, you're in, you're like in Greenland, like there's only snow and nothing there. And he, because he's like a researcher or something like that. And then uh, you get dropped into a mine and the whole thing just collapses and you're stuck into like, you're, you're literally in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing there. But what makes it real for me or more like scary is that there are regular hallways. Like it looks like a normal like thing where people have lived or like a cave system where, where, you know, people were like trying to survive and, uh, yeah, I think Amnesia is, is a great game, also. But mm -hmm. um, for me, at least, the, the the castle vibe it just doesn't, I don't know, click with me. Yeah, I get that. It's it's more of a fantasy atmosphere. And, and I I like also fantasy games, but and we'll get there like 
in a bit, but I prefer uh, uh, third-person games. And also, I think like in uh, in this case, like Amnesia, the first-person aspect for me, it kind of takes me out of the game in a setting where I don't feel like connected, like mm-hmm. in a castle. I, I I'm also not scared about being in a castle. Like I don't get well, <laughs> I don't get weird vibes from being in a castle in real life. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I feel like really old, decrepit buildings that are that that have form of history that goes like for hundreds of years always had something scary to me there's something mysterious for me but it's not scary i mean that's the game um the scare scariness comes from the unknown the unknown but also like so the basic premise is um you know you're you're just okay the the title says it all i guess (laughs) you have amnesia so you wake up uh, in a dark empty hall um like in a in, in a castle and where is it again like white like uh white russia what's it called well, i don't even know Be- Belarus. Where it is. No. um or was it like somewhere in like austria or something i don't remember exactly where it was but it's also basically middle of nowhere mm-hmm. there used to be a town around the castle a long time ago uh or you don't actually know like you can't explore outside of the castle and it's somewhat linear Mm. Um, but you wake up and you have a letter that's addressed to yourself and it says that you, like this, your name is uh, Daniel and, uh, something happened and you have to kill someone. Yeah. (laughs) And that's it. Or you have to stop someone. Yeah. I think you have to kill someone. (laughs) I think it says like... Stop? Yeah, I think it's like you have to stop blah, 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 this guy or whatever. But it becomes very clear that you cannot stop him unless you kill him. (laughs) <laughs> yes and, and also um so th- that letter is addressed like you wrote it yourself mm-hmm. and you took something to forget yeah like to get amnesia so yeah but it doesn't say that no no eventually you'll find out yeah. later that you are the one who kind of <laughs> planned this all along yeah it's somewhat of a spoiler but uh, <laughs> sorry something about um the story is like you, you don't want you don't want to remember what you've done so you can continue with the actual um, like goal you have, which is to stop that person. And if you remember all the things you've done, then you probably can't live with yourself. So out of his own goodwill or like <laughs> the fact that he thinks that there's only one way to make it all better or fix everything is to stop that man. He, he made himself forget what, he, what he's done. And so you go through the castle and there are like moments in the castle where you get flashbacks and remember a lot of scary things you've done or you've seen horrible things you've done more yeah. like yeah yeah things that are horrible for <laughs> uh, that that are super scary once you find out what 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 you've done um i think we can spoil it right i like stuff like this because it's like yeah. the, the game is so old already it's fine to spoil these i think i think i think if you're listening right now and you're really into horror games you'll probably probably uh, know what we're talking about. And if you're not very familiar with horror games, then what we're spoiling is going to be pretty like surface-level things. There's a lot more to explore in these games, so whatever spoilers we have is going to be just, you know, okay. Yeah. But but I, I do think, like, um, it, it's a must-play, uh, Amnesia, at least. I think it's a, it's a really good game to play um, yeah. if you're a horror fan buff whatever i think like alone in the dark for example is too old <laughs> to get into it right now mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't know if you agree with that, but the same with Maniac Mansion. I think, <laughs> I think like it depends in the early days, or, or like if you're in that nostalgia mood, or like you like those mm-hmm. old school games. Sure, the but, mechanics and the graphics are pretty outdated. But I think I think if you're like a gamer in this day and age, you'll appreciate Amnesia and uh, maybe even Penumbra uh, a lot more than those two other titles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, like in Amnesia, you you discover that you were also like torturing people and like I don't know, it, doing yeah. weird experiments or like I don't even know what what's happening in the game. Um, I don't know if I should explain more, but you're basically following some weird mysterious guy throughout the castle before you got amnesia mm-hmm. you were following him for months uh and he had some weird hold on you and there's like an artifact involved of course they're aliens or something yeah um but yeah so he has control over you and you do these horrible deeds to i don't know like you're, you're kind of brainwashed um and there's there's a whole story and like a backstory of why things are happening um i would i would say just play the game or like listen to a, a lore video uh watch a lore video about amnesia because or maybe you play through even like yeah watch someone you like play it yeah i think um why we chose these kind of titles like first of all these were are like earlier experiences with horror and yeah. uh some of the horror games like um resident evil silent hill and for me personally like amnesia they were like the main games uh, that we think back on when we think about horror. It's like, what aspects of that game grabbed us? Yeah, they are, they are the staples in the horror game genre. And even though they have like different like subsets of genres, like uh, Amnesia and Resident Evil are like two completely different games. Mm-hmm. But still the horror <laughs> aspect um, applies, of course, to both of them. So mm-hmm. And... A big thing about Amnesia for me was, sure, there were a few jump scares, but it was more about the atmosphere again. Yeah. For, for me, the atmosphere is all that matters in horror. If you can get that right, mm-hmm. then the mechanics don't really matter too, mu- too much for me. It's, um, It just becomes very immersive once you just look around and you're just not sure where to go even. It's, it's so cool. I think that's the interesting part for me uh, when talking about dead space um uh, like that game has that the vibe and the setting that really interests me um, but it has like the the correct everything is correct it's like it's, it has jump scares which i hate and i also don't like appreciate i, ha- I hate them in movies like they're just cheap to to pull off um but I don't know. In, in that space, it kind of works all together. Like it's not only jump scares; it's also like the whole vibe and like the you, you're just plopped into a world where you don't know anything uh, about the people, like how things work, how how life functions. You know, it's just just to quickly summarize. Um, in that space, you start you, you play as an um, uh, I think like a mining. Uh, uh, yeah, how do you call that? Someone who mines, <laughs> like miner. Yeah, it's <laughs> space miner. It, it's a weird word because there, he's not like personally mining, you know. But he's like a mechanic. I think that's the, that's the best description. Um, he, mechanic a, who's good at shooting. Yeah, so so they kind of yeah <laughs> they kind of try to explain that uh, the the gun he is using is not really a gun, but yeah. it's like a, a a tool you use as a mechanic to like rivet stuff together or like 
combine metals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's more like a, a mechanical tool than okay, so than a gun. But he's not actually using guns then at first. At first, yes, okay. yeah. So so um, uh, uh, let's just recap. Like also uh, in the new remake that that came out like yesterday, I think uh, they added voices to him as a character, and in the well, the first version of Dead Space, there was no voice uh, mm-hmm. from him. He was just, like, ah, yeah, he was just <laughs> grunting the whole time when getting hit by whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, he, he's just he's just a regular ass mechanic. Like he's not special or whatever, and he's just um, together with a few other people investigating or going to a ship where his wife uh, is staying. Um, is she a miner? Or a scientist or something? A scientist, yeah. Okay. Like, eventually, spoilers, eventually you'll find out that, like, the ship that's there is meant to, like, mine planets. That, that's the whole purpose of that ship. But uh, you find out that that ship was not there specifically to mine, but also mm. to investigate certain alien things on, on a planet. Ooh, mysteries. Yes. But, um, uh, so, it, it's it's... You get plumped in, like, your ship goes down and you, you crash into that mm-hmm. ship and that's where yeah. the whole adventure starts, I guess. I remember that, actually. Yeah. Um, I also played a bit of Dead Space. Yeah. But uh, I think, like, the introduction is really, like, it grabs you. at, the, at the, Like, the moment you start the game, the graphics were insane back then, too. Yeah. But, uh, it, like, the backstory is really well explained by just the introduction like nothing is just dry text it's all like people in your ship and you're watching like in the cockpit you're watching uh, other teammates or like the co-workers i guess they're just like talking and they're discussing things and just giving you hints of what's happening and uh just enough to understand what's going on and where where you're going and what's going going to happen a bit mm-hmm. but yeah th- then you crash and everything is like what what do i do now right yeah I think for some reason I really like those kind of like games and also I was just thinking like movies wise like my favorite movie is The Thing and it's also just about a bunch of people in a like a center in Antarctica or Mm -hmm. or just regular people who get into like a weird situation where they have to figure out and and also like Alien also one of my favorites (laughs) also about just a crew of like just regular people um, who get into a, a huge alien infection situation and mm-hmm. have to figure out how to continue well trying to be alive i guess yeah it's kind of interesting that like against all odds how do regular humans survive something out of their control something yeah. unknown and you don't even know their weaknesses or like what's it, happening yeah it, it's all just kind of like magic or like yeah it's just it's like the, the plot itself is about survival right most mm-hmm. of the time like how do we as a as a normal human in this situation how do i survive yeah and with, with the tools and like the yeah the, the, like what i have like <laughs> how do you survive and that's kind of cool like it's it's basically a very common trope i guess in in horror games where you either like either forget where you are who you are or the situation gets out of control and you're kind of left to your own de- devices I mean, it also might, makes kind of sense, right, for a game at least to to start that way, because otherwise you'll you have to you know how do you move or how do you get get moved by uh, another character you don't mm-hmm. know anything about? Like, how do you imagine yourself in that situation? Like, yeah, or or feel for someone else? Yeah, if you start in the middle of the story and 
he's done a lot of killing already of like yeah destroyed aliens and stuff like that yeah. like what happened before so it's it's like at the point where things get out of control mm-hmm. that's when you step in as a player yeah so so what happens in that space at that moment uh at the start of the game you mean yeah uh, like you, you crash and then what like how do they yeah because that's not the start of the game directly right? no not necessarily i mean at first you just walk around and everything is like deserted <laughs> so you don't know where everyone is and also like you crash into the ship because the connection uh is, is lost between the radio tower or there's no connection better yet but um and the automatic docking system fails and uh you crash into the ship um so at first you're like hmm wh- where where is everything like where where is everyone and mm-hmm. why there's like huge stacks of like luggage everywhere and you're like hmm people try to get out i guess yeah and um, so did they get out maybe that's why there's luggage there um you you don't know <laughs> why yeah and, and a big part of that whole introduction is you're also in control of the character yes you're, so, you're walking around slowly also like yeah you can't run also that's you don't have a gun or whatever yeah. you're you're just <laughs> but to me that's like a very good way to show off the interactions you can have with the game yeah. so it's it's kind of like a tutorial but without hand holding yeah exactly it's also like uh, there's a door you have to open by pressing e for example and you, <laughs> yeah. like you walk to the door and it says hey press e and then yeah. you know that's that's your tutorial there's it's, no there's yeah. no like interface or like screen like hey you can open doors by pressing e <laughs> yeah it doesn't stop you from playing the game by giving you a, a little prompt or pop out yeah and i think that's that's also why for me at least that space works as, as a game uh is because the interface is not there's no interface like the health for example is connected to this the back of the suit of of mm-hmm. isaac that's like his, a, his name like a spine right yeah it's a spine which has, which has like sections on it so it, it you have like you start with four or five like blocks of health i guess mm-hmm five um, lives it's like playing nintendo games <laughs> yeah but so to be clear it's a third person game so you you look at uh isaac's shoulder or like his back i mean uh and you see like a partial of of his legs um yeah it's kind of a is, is it like an overhead third person or like over the shoulder it, it's over the shoulder head yeah it's i don't know it, it's mainly yeah. shoulder but you you do see like his whole like body like upper body at least mm-hmm. uh on the screen and one thing is i remember it you're like looking on the right side of his yeah body. correct yeah so he's on the he's on the left of the screen yes yeah and i i still <laughs> that's something i still don't understand is why do some games do the opposite like some games have like for example god of war i think has you be on like has a camera face the left side oh hmm I've never played that, so uh, uh, like th- there's just it's it's it seems arbitrary to me. But hey, that's that's a point I'm going to make later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think for for uh, Dead Space at least uh, it works. The the character being on the left side of the screen because his gun is also on the right side, mm-hmm. like in his right hand, and also the interface of the gun. So like the amount of ammo you have, for example, is on the gun itself. There's no there's no okay. interface. But on- if he was left-handed, <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> it's also possible. But I, I don't know. It, it kind of works in this case. Yeah, I'm I'm curious if it, I mean it must have had some impact on the game design as well because mm-hmm. if your camera is on the right side of your character that means you're going to have to like you can you can do a lot of things with that. You can put things on the right side in hallways that gets that get closer to the camera. Yeah. 
um, or have monsters on the left side hidden behind the body of the, the character you're playing. Yeah. So you can't see them coming, for example. Mm. So, I mean, you can play with that. That sounds pretty cool. It just to me, that's one of the biggest gripes I have with the game is like the, the camera itself. Um, but yeah, like you, you start to look at the game and it's like, okay, so his health bar is on his back. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some of the interfaces are uh just literally in the game itself so the the ammo count and stuff is all on the gun yeah um the menu is kind of like 3d as i I remember yeah inside the game yeah so if you open the menu like inventory for example it's like a a hologram um that opens in front of you Mm -hmm. um and so it also doesn't pass the game while you're in the inventory and your inventory is not full screen it's like a a, just a small part of your screen as a hologram Uh, I think that also adds a lot of tension to the game. To oh, be yeah. honest, like you, you can't, you can't really pause the game in that way. No, I mean, you can press escape, I guess. But um, so yeah, it's w- not like in, for example, Resident Evil. Yeah. I think in that game, if you open your inventory, it's just paused. Yeah, yeah. Until you get out of the inventory screen. Yeah, so that creates also like a, a, a safe space, right? So mm-hmm. you open your inventory, you're like, oh, okay, let's just get yeah. it together. Uh, click on the right, you know, get some yeah. health going and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that space, there's no like real break <laughs> from the horror <laughs> where you're going uh, in your inventory. So you you actually have to like I have to walk back a bit and just create some space between enemies to heal up. Yeah, it, it makes the game a lot more tense. I agree with that. I think a lot of first-person games don't directly have a good good way to to do that. Like uh, when you have an inventory in a first-person game, it will overlay your screen. Yeah. So it's not going to be part of your interface or, or like the world you're you're playing in. It also makes a lot of sense in a first-person game, right? Because your whole screen is like like if if you open an inventory in a first-person game, I think you won't see enough of the environment to be aware of anything else going on. So like, sure, but th- that doesn't like, for example, there are games. Uh, who, who came out recently? I don't remember their names, but uh, you, you you can, as a first person, just look down and press a button to like drop a bag and yeah, <laughs> look through that bag. But you're still able to look up mm, okay. with your mouse yeah. and look around a bit. You're kind of like constrained. You can do a 360, mm-hmm. but once you open your inventory, you basically open up a bag and your camera is focusing on your bag. But you can still look around, and yeah. that gives you the like the game doesn't pause either so you have this tension but for example a lot of other looter shooters first person looter shooters like uh uh i don't know apex legends or escape from tarkov uh they have inventories too and it doesn't pause the game because yeah. it's multiplayer but it does overlay your screen yeah and you can still see through the interface it's like always blurry or like translucent mm. I don't know. I think more first-person games should do that, or maybe that's the thing from nowadays. It's a trend. They 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 make the interfaces like that, a full screen beat, or like uh... like where it doesn't pause the game. Yeah, because like twenty years ago, there wasn't a game that you where you opened an inventory, it wouldn't pause as a first-person game. It yeah. would always be paused because you can't see anything. But nowadays, they're making the interface of your inventory translucent so you can still see through it yeah again i don't think it really works for for at least for me it doesn't work for a first player a person it doesn't uh, work games the same way because uh also like 
for example, Tarkov, you get like, you frantically click through your inventory. Like you have to like really quickly decide, oh, I want to do this. I want to drag it there. And then it's also inventory management in Tarkov, for example. Yeah, sure. That's part of the That's game. part of the game, yeah. yeah. Also why I don't like the game because I don't want to manage my inventory. That's not fun for me, at least. Um, it's like Tetris. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like Resident Evil also, also does that uh, inventory, like stacking and yeah. Tetris stuff. But then it's passed. That's, that's one thing. And also, um, yeah, you, you're not like in Tarkov. You don't have to combine things together quickly. And, you yeah. know, it's, I don't know. Well, they have that in Resident Evil, but it's like more of a puzzle. Yeah. It's like part of the puzzle of that specific level. For example, you have to combine two items. But the, the cool thing is like that space uses the in-world like space to display your inventory. Yeah. And it's not that like mechanically complex it's like pretty easy to to navigate and it's kind of intuitive in a way it's, it's like the interface just shows you what you need to see yeah. and nothing else yeah sure yeah um I, yeah i don't know that space is just a, the great the greatest in this regard <laughs> to do like interfaces in the in the universe or like in the world itself mm -hmm. um it it, it all works <laughs> great um, and it also makes you feel way more immersed um, than just a menu, I guess. And also, f for me at least, that's I also like third-person games, uh, horror third-person games, a lot more than first-person games, um, because, yeah, f for me at least, I, I, I can I can kind of connect more with the character if I see them interacting. It, it, it's weird because I don't really like when characters talk necessarily. Uh, we are playing because then it's more difficult to move or like get into the character you like the silent protagonist more yeah but I, I do like the third person though where you get more of the character so I don't know it's it's a bit weird so why exactly do you like third person because I personally don't like third person that much for horror games specifically I feel I feel more disconnected from the characters um, when I'm in first person um mm -hmm. Or, or in any way, I feel more uh, like uh, it takes a lot of effort for me to get into a character. And I think first person kind of removes the character from the whole like equation. Uh, like mm. you don't you don't interact with the character in any way because it's not on the screen. You're like you interact with the world and with your like weapons or tools you have. And that's it. Sure. And and like even cutscenes in between <laughs> and even cutscenes that go like out of the first person mode and into like a third person yeah. mode still it's like it's a, it's immediately a disconnect from like you were in first person mode and then you go out and then you see your character and then you have to feel things you know <laughs> like something yeah. scary or emotional happens and i'm like no that's not I, i'm not that character like i don't know in, in third yeah. person uh and again in that space uh it works because uh, it stays the same, like the camera stays the same. You're not dragged out of the character in any way. Mm -hmm. um, in that space, there are no cutscenes. Well, there are cutscenes, but they're cutscenes and they're like filmed or like recorded or how do you call it, rendered. Yeah, um, they're like holograms a lot of times too, right? Or like on on screens. Yeah, yeah, on screens. Yeah, oh, but also, yeah, also if there are like cutscenes where like Isaac is involved, um, it's still like rendered from behind him as yeah. in or it, it shifts around the camera because in in the game sure. you can also do that but it, it, you still are in the same position as you were yeah. when playing so the story is told from the same perspective exactly yeah yeah i, I get that i personally 
think that it's a good way for storytelling. Um, it's just with first person horror games, I have a feeling that for me at least, there, there's a lot more involved than interacting with a character to be immersed. I, I want the immersion to be very personal. So whenever I see a character and I am playing as that character, I feel like I'm kind of using the character, puppeteering it to do an action instead yeah. of being that character myself. Yeah, but that's, that, I also feel that though. Like I, I'm, I'm not, I want, don't want to be the character. I want to like feel connected to the character. And to me, in a horror game, a lot of times it's not about the character. The character is going through emotions and mm -hmm. going through the horror, horrific situations. Yeah. But it's not scary to imagine that character being scared. It's scarier to be scared yourself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and for me, it's when whenever I make all the decisions and I'm not a bit distracted by the character in front of me, um, I feel like it makes more sense for the horror aspect. For example, when I when I look around uh, as a character in, in the first person horror game, I'm looking through the eyes of whoever I'm playing. And it doesn't matter what they are, who, they, who how old they are, how they look, uh, as long as I have the same perspective as them and I'm experiencing it the same way they would have been experiencing it hmm. to me that's that's like a better way to embody that character uh yeah sure i'm gonna miss out on the health bar mechanics and some of the other cool things like uh upgrades of armor and stuff yes i agree with that it's it's, it's a harder way to tell the story and it's also a bit of a disconnect from the character because you are the character there's yeah. no character in between you and the game it, um, it also applies to uh, stuff like uh, dying in, in that space, for example. Like if you die, uh, mm -hmm. it's it's like a whole grotesque uh, like like render, I guess, of how yeah. you get ripped apart by something horrific. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, again, I mean, it's visually really cool to see your character be ripped apart and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. I that, agree. that also won't work in first person, right? Not really. Not like you will have to to simulate it differently like to me there's also other ways to do it um for example doom 3 has you come out of your wait sorry quake 4 i'll, I'll take that as an example quake 4 you go through this horrific <laughs> um experience where your character gets uh he, he gets just basically um picked up by the enemies and you're forced to go, undergo um, a transition and you get your body gets cut apart yeah so what you see is yourself and you look you're just looking down you're, you're lying down on a i don't know some kind of medical bed yeah, table whatever and you're stri stripped down like strapped down on it with your arms so you can't move your legs can't move you're, you're you're wiggling and you're struggling and you see like a line in front of you of people on a, a conveyor belt con conveyor belt yeah and they're going through what you're going to go through in a second. And yeah. you, you see them, like you see... <laughs> it's horrific. <laughs> you see things yeah. coming down from like the ceiling and like cutting them apart and like stabbing them and you hear them scream and, and there's blood everywhere. Yeah. And then when it's your turn, like the same thing happens, but like you, you, you can't keep your eyes closed and there's like blood on the, on the camera and you see your body like being ripped open. So to me, that's also like a way to tell the same kind of situation or experience like when something horrific happens to you but you have to be more like 
it's a bit harder to tell what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Also, that's in a cutscene, right? Or not the cutscene, but you mean you can move around, I think. You can still use the mouse. Yeah. But, you know, it's just something happening. It's not like you're not playing the game at that moment. Yeah, but moment. when you're dying in that space, you're also not playing the game. No, no, it's true, it's true. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's like getting damaged while looking at a character feels more impactful for me, at least, than... I mean... I don't know. For me, it's it's really a, a, a toss up. Like on one hand, yes, it's it's like when you watch a video of someone like falling and breaking their leg, <laughs> uh-huh. it's it's disgusting and it, it hurts to watch. Um, but if they, if you can somehow, like in VR, for example, yeah, if if you had VR glasses and you could experience what was happening, but like it was happening to you, I think if they do it well, it would be as impactful or even more impactful that sounds terrifying yeah yeah, it's like that's what i'm saying is like for me embodying the character would be really cool but i i I want a bit of both Mm. i don't know like in a lot of first person horror games there are mirrors involved in the first sections of the game so you can look at your body and like be connected to who you're playing it's like oh hey i look like this yeah yeah uh, and yes, sometimes they do like a third person, so you get out of their head literally mm-hmm. <laughs> with a camera. It just moves outward, backward of their head, and you like look at your own character, uh, and then a cutscene happens. But I don't know. For, for me, like the last thing is once you uh, add a character that you're constantly looking at, and you're commanding the character to do things it's also about like how the character interacts with the environment yeah and that could be really cool i mean animation wise and and visually it would be really cool to see like a character pick up things uh interact with the environment stuff like that but the the whole point for me is the environment should be the main stage uh, that's my like my take on on first person horror is the environment is number one and the character is number two. Yeah. And I, I feel like in third person, for me, it feels like the, the character, character is in number one and the environment is number two. Yeah, I get that. It's how the character interacts with the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think the main thing, but also, I mean, for both first person and third person, uh, I think the sound, the sound and the music uh, and like the, the, the environment is the it's like even a bigger subject oh, yeah. or like a bigger, uh, it, it counts more, like it's more important than... The character yeah. itself yeah the atmosphere of the game is a big part is visual uh design but a lot of it is also audio design yeah sound design that just adds a lot of atmosphere and like life to the to, to, to the locations you're visiting yeah yeah sure and also uh, like your maniac mansion for example i mm-hmm. mean that's not graphically the most pretty game <laughs> i'm pretty sure but uh, like sound alone <laughs> and setting is that also bad well it's it's in the dos era so yeah. oh, most sounds will be like it's <laughs> still pretty scary <laughs> well that's the thing they they use like high pitched noises and stuff for screams and imagine playing uh, like that game in the dead of night yeah and you would hear like out of nowhere a weird raspy chirp from your computer yeah you would be yeah, you, you, <sighs> it would yeah. jump up yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's for for me why also why dead space works uh is because the sound design uh and like the environment is is really incredible uh and and like you when you're walking around everything is like cre- it's like you're in a spaceship that's like barely fl- still afloat you know yeah. so it's like creaking and there's like screaming in the distance and like 
there's, I don't know. there's things crawling in vents and you you ugh. can literally hear and follow it around you like you mm -hmm. you you're never and nothing happens but there's still like this whole unease the whole time and it mm -hmm. um just to kind of wrap it up i guess uh there's also um when you get like a video message like it pops up on your your screen like it's still it's, it's still a hologram in front of you so it's not filling the whole screen but uh there, there's like a screen that comes up and and someone is talking to you and the sound that that screen that pop up Ugh. like going up and just appearing makes is so horrifying it, it, it and it's all what? it's also <laughs> always different like oh, really? every time the sound is different and <laughs> oh, God. it sounds like people screaming for their lives when it kind of comes up and it just Again, okay. I don't really like jump scares, but that <laughs> that aspect, like it, it gets you every time. Yeah, it's cool how the medium of games, like you can use so many different kind of media for it. Like the the visual aspect of it is super scary, but telling a story is more than just three D rendering, and and uh, like the atmosphere you're creating is also very much influenced by all the other aspects. So. For example, there are games, horror games, where you get tricked into turning off your <laughs> your machine. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Which game was that again? Ooh. Insert game here. Yeah. Insert game here. <laughs> Bleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I'm curious what's going to happen with uh, Death Space. Like, you're going to finish it uh, soon, you think? Uh, I'm going to try, but uh, right now I'm like playing for half an hour and then I'm like, nope, I'm, I'm done for now. Like, I, 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 my Are you heart, still scared? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know why. Like, I, I've played this game like multiple times in the past and this is just a remake, so it's still the same. Um, but my heart just, my heart rate goes up and I get like sweaty and I'm like, get, like really nervous and I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good for now. This is, this is, I'm fine. <laughs> I still want to sleep. That sounds like a great experience. It, it, it's fun <laughs> because it's not like I'm scared, scared. As in, I'm not like, oh no, maybe aliens mm -hmm. will come and get me or whatever. No. But it's just the whole tension is just so high the whole time. I mean, that means you're, you're very immersed. Yes. And that's what they want. If, you, if you're paying for a horror game, that's like the number one thing is I want immersion. I want the feeling of tension and I want to be actually scared. And if they've done that, that's a good sign. I guess that's that's kind of your review for the game, right? Like, play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And especially now with the remake, um, if you haven't played the first one, or even if you have to play the first one, just go play the the remake. Um, it's amazing. It performs great, and it, it looks even better than the the first game. So nice. Uh, I think uh, it's like a nine out of ten for me. Ooh, that's pretty high. Yep. Well, with this, I think we should wrap it up. We should wrap it up. And uh, we also would love to hear from you guys. Uh, if you have maybe other experience with horror games or maybe you've played Dead Space and you were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Do you like horror games or is that like a genre you're actively avoiding? Yeah, I, I can imagine. I yeah. mean, like I'm also scared. So <laughs> I, I know a lot of friends who would not like to play horror games. So I'm curious. Let us know and um, maybe we'll introduce another horror game next time oh i'm, I'm, I'm like i'm already getting sweaty oh dude minecraft is so scary no we talk about that <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you later see you guys later <laughs>